Ram Queen. Hey guys, Mco's checking in uh, before the show, obviously. Okay, so this episode's gonna come with a couple of announcements in it, but just to give make a make a long story short, uh, Beautiful Losers is no longer uh, Beautiful nor Losers um, due to some artistic differences. Uh, the podcast dis we we decided that it's better to to leave it, but being the person that I am, I cannot stop podcasting. And instead of just starting a whole new one, I decided to continue on this feed, posting new episodes of my new podcast with Maz called Daystreamers. Daystreamers is essentially the baby between Past the Page and Beautiful Losers, where we talk everything from books to comic books and focus on a lot of things within Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime, anything that you can stream, anything on YouTube. We even talk about other podcasts. Um, but that'll be coming in next week when we record our first episode of that. But for now, I'm going to leave you with what is the last episode of Beautiful Losers, which will talk about uh, My Hero Academia. It will talk about uh, Riverdale. Seeing as the new season of Riverdale, season 3, starts this week, I'm deciding to drop this one, a recap of season 2, uh, you know, right before it. It seemed appropriate, and I felt like it was time to get back on the horse, and not heroin, the horse. But without further ado, here is the last episode of Beautiful Losers. comic book movie and tv news podcast my name is m coast and this week we are changing things up beautiful losers has uh undergone a series of changes this week with me is the lovely host of the past the page podcast our sister podcast on the shrimp queen network here is the one and only maz hi oh i feel like so flattered right now <laughs> i'm not gonna cry <laughs> All right, all right. So tell the uh, the Beautiful Losers fans a bit about yourself before we get into everything. Well, a little bit about myself. Mm, what can I say? I'm 23 years old. Emco says I'm old. Ancient. Yeah. He said, he used the word ancient. Ancient, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I do a lot of theater, music. I read a lot of books. I write. I dance. I paint. I actually, I'm not a very sports girl, so that's okay, though. I like to swim, though, so that's something. She's a, she's a jack-of-all-trades. Um, tell us a bit about Pass the Page. Let the fans know what that's about. Well, Pass the Page is basically another podcast, of course. Um, our sister podcast, basically. Yeah. Yeah, about how things are going. And we basically talk about books, anything related to books, in general, graphic novels, comics, um, movies about books are series related to books. And we kind of just criticize everything, everything, basically, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> we give good feedback in a good way. We give feedback <laughs> about everything that has to do in the literary world. Um, it's it's Maz, it's Lola, 
And, and Jay and is Jay new now. And Jay is the newest host on the show. I love what you guys are doing. It's, I love what's going on on that show. And I'm happy to have you on this week. Aw, you're so nice. <laughs> All right. So let's get right into the news. Hey, guys. Really quick. Uh, <clears throat> future M-Coast coming back. This is. I forgot to mention that this podcast was recorded a few months back around the end of uh, July, maybe, or the end of June. I'm not really sure. This is uh, So the news is going to be very, very outdated. Uh, I notice now as I'm editing, but I don't want to cut it too short because the episode's already, you know, a bit too short. So I'm just going to leave this old news in. Remember, guys, this is very, very old news. I understand that this news is old, so I just just bear with me. From the beginning, I kind of want to start it off with a bit of sad news that has hit the comic book community. Uh, Steve Ditko, the co-creator of Spider-Man, and basically the uh, just the creator of a bunch of the art that inspires the Marvel Universe, he passed away today at 90 years old. Um, today. Wow. Um, they just found him dead at his apartment. Oh, no, it's been confirmed. They found him dead in his apartment last week, and it has not come to light until now. No cause of death has been announced, but 90 years old is a, is a long route. Like, you, you did it. You created the, you created the highest grossing comic book character in all of history. Like no no other character makes more money than than Spider Man. So uh, you had a good run. Rest in peace. I wish your whole family well, and all the the whole Ditko family and everybody at Marvel must be uh, grieving right now. So yeah. So now let's go on to a bit of more light news. Have you? If I show you this, do you understand what's happening? <laughs> It feels like like <laughs> like he had this. He took some pills and just made himself stronger. All right. So what I'm showing Maz right now. What is that? Yeah. What I'm showing Maz right now is a while back, people were not happy. Well, people still aren't happy with the way the Last Jedi uh, went through. You know how like some people hated the Last Jedi and some mm -hmm. people love the Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the people who really really hated it decided to write a remake and they proposed a remake and they're like. Give us money, we'll film this movie, and it'll be ten times better than okay. than the original Last Jedi. So people who have read the this script started making posters about what it would be like if we listened to everything these people wanted. And it's obviously just that looks a like mess. a Stranger Things. <laughs> it's it's a mess. The whole thing's <laughs> bad. <laughs> the whole thing is a mess. Like I'll I'll upload the picture to the to the Facebook page. You is guys can go check cooking? that out. Let me let me explain. <laughs> yes. So basically, what we have front and center is Mark Hamill's uh, Luke Skywalker in like a Rambo's body, ripped. just ripped. He's wearing ripped. like a fuzzy vest. He's got a lightsaber in one hand and a revolver in the other oh, one. Wow. Like he is just the most majestic, all-American thing <laughs> you've ever seen Indiana in your Jones. life. Yeah. And then right next to him, to his uh, well, to your left, you have. Snoke explaining his whole backstory and his whole plan because everybody needs to know this guy's origin story and that's why they were upset about that. You have Kylo Ren wearing like like a spiked out armor and he's just ripped. Like that's what people wanted. Um, in the top 
Oh, and behind all this, there's a big explosion happening. <laughs> right? It looks in, like Sharknado Part 5. It looks like a Sharknado <laughs> poster. You have not you have a weird ship, a new ship, that's three Death Stars, like, stuck together. They're like in a triangle. They're in a triangle, yeah. just kind of stuck together. You've got Yoda in a tank in the back. Is that, that's Yoda? That's Yoda. I and can then, barely see it. Yeah, it's like Yoda's in the top, and then under it... No, that's Yoda right there. He's like right there in the middle. He's in like a weird droid tank. You've got Finn with a fedora watching like anime <laughs> or hentai or whatever. Out of his eye. Out of his eye. Then you've got Rey in the kitchen cooking like a woman should be, which is what these people talk about, and it's horrible. I'm actually very curious about this part right there. Right there. That is, uh, is going on? That is Princess Leia. In it's Carrie Fisher in her old slave Leia costume, but as an old old woman as she was in the movie. In the movie and, and then you have BB-8 with a baseball bat, but covered in like barbed wire. Like this thing is ridiculous. Right next to Princess Leia. Right next to Princess Leia. This thing is ridiculous. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm. This makes me like happy to know that I made the right choice, knowing that. Like I know that it I had like its, the movie. Yeah, I don't it understand was a why good movie. Really like, it, like as much obviously, I can understand their problems. Like, oh, maybe this guy doesn't have an origin. Ah, cool. You didn't know uh, um, Palpatine's origins until the prequels, and no one hated that character. You know, mm-hmm. it it's just it's a lot of crybabies and and just the worst of the comic book and geek community. Just just being shitty. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, that's enough of that. I can't look at that much longer. <laughs> All right. So everyone's favorite crazy man, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> he may have gotten the role of a very, very important character in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which we know is the new Miles Morales movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It's an animated Spider-Man movie where they connect a bunch of different Spider-Verses, which is it's going to be a oh, good time. Cool. It's going to be fun. Um, and Nicolas Cage seems to have gotten a role mm-hmm. in that movie. People are saying that it might be uh, Spider-Man Noir, which is like a dark Batman mixed with... It'll make sense. Yeah, and that's I what I thought at first. But then I thought about how awesome it would be if he became Spider-Ham. Oh. Spider-Ham being the pig version of Spider-Man that still yeah. walks around and has... Wow, that actually be cool too. Like, I think it would be cool, and I think it would be hilarious. But most likely, it's for an intense character like Spider-Man Noir. It's gonna be. No, and the actor could actually pull that off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it would be a good twist if it ended up being Spider-Ham, which I'm still hoping is in this movie. Um, next bit of news. So, Deadpool actor Louis Tan, (laughs) who played Shatterstar, the uh, alien who gets exploded. Mm-hmm. And explodes green everywhere. <laughs> Shatterstar. He is apparently confirmed. He confirmed that he talked to DC about playing Dick Grayson in the Nightwing movie for the DC universe. Okay. Um, I think it could work. I always said that I want a more diverse cast with something like a Robin. Mm-hmm. You know, like you doesn't have to be a white guy. Doesn't have to be just. You know, stock standard white boys to play Robins. You could have, you know, Asian characters, Latin characters. You could mm-hmm. have black characters. Like it doesn't really matter. Um, so I'm glad that that Lewis Tan. Like I liked. I was upset at Deadpool because they wasted his potential as an actor. 
That was really sad. No, I was really sad with an actor playing Green Lantern. With Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> God, yes. Yeah. It was a dark moment. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a bad, bad That was something. <laughs> so, I guess tread lightly, because not everything that's coming out of DC is necessarily a good. No, but I love it how in Deadpool he actually makes fun of it. Like, it was a dark, yeah, a dark yeah. part of his, of his life. All right. So, uh, James Mangold, the director of Logan and the new Boba Fett movie that should be... I don't know when it's going to start production, but it's, <clears throat> it's in the slate. He's uh, set to do that movie. He started talking about how he's scared, or he believes that the backlash that the fans give like every single movie that comes out is mm-hmm. going to lead to movies being made by hacks. Yeah. So just people who are completely mediocre in the in the business Mm -hmm. um and i i I can understand his his sentiment because if these uh star wars movies done in lesser hands would end up being like the 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 fan movie Mm -hmm. that we saw that ridiculous poster Mm -hmm. of like if we give this to shittier people you know it could be boring Mm -hmm. like that's what happened with han solo like, the Han Solo movie wasn't well received, but that's because they picked such a stock standard, yeah. normal guy to do the, the the movie when you had two comedians and two comedy directors working on the original one mm-hmm. that might have been something better. Mm-hmm. So I, I can understand what he's trying to say, and I, I completely believe him. Like, we're we're evolving. Movies should be able to evolve, too, and people have to stop being so overly critical going from like zero to to a hundred in in nothing you know saying like oh this movie wasn't going from this movie was okay to like this movie was garbage let's write a new one like that's fucking horrible Mm -hmm. anyway (laughs) so this is a bit of captain marvel news it might be possible spoilers but then again nobody knows anything about anything uh no one knows nothing (laughs) so Samuel L. Jackson posted a picture of him with the cast and crew jacket that they got for uh, for Captain Marvel. And it's nice. It has That's two cute. flags on it. One that says Fury, one that says Danvers, one with the Captain Marvel logo, and the other oh, one with S.H.I.E.L.D. shield. So, nice. yeah. Um, but the interesting part of it is that there's a yellow cat in the middle the of middle. the shield. <laughs> what people are thinking is that that's going to be Carol Danvers' cat from the comics called Chewy, who is a as you can see from the picture okay, yeah. kind of like it's it's i think it's the same species as rocket raccoon because uh-huh. rocket's original species can shapeshift so they're saying that it's something like that um it has a bunch of powers too like the cat knows teleportation and it has like tentacles out of his mouth mm-hmm. and so i think that would be a good way to just it's a fun thing to put into the movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't try to make it like a minion. He you know, doesn't like, talk, basically. It, yeah, if they don't make it like a minion, like yeah. how the minions are just horrible, you know, um, I think that they could... Wait, but do you think it should talk? Or do you think it just... No. I'm not 100%, not I'm not 100% sure if the cat can talk in the... Uh, I don't, I'm in not the sure if they comic- could talk in the comics... But I I don't think I would want it to talk Mm-mm. if not by like by like uh, telepathy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like if they can talk like telepathically, that'd be fine mm-hmm. to me, I guess. Um, 
And the last bit of news that I have here also regards Captain Marvel. Samuel L. Jackson and Clark Gregg are going to be de-aged for this movie, seeing as it's going to be in the 90s. Um, so we're going to get a younger Nick Fury, and we're going to get a younger Coulson. That is going to be fun. So it's going to be Coulson a good time. I want to see. I want to see what went on in the '90s. You know, what was Marvel like in the '90s? Because realistically speaking, we got into the universe 2008. Mm-hmm. Like that's how far we know this universe from. This has a whole history behind it that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. No, and, I, I, as I can see, I kind of like it that it's the same actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's not going to be, like, this random kid. Yeah, I mean, they did... Playing Fury, They, you know? They kind of experimented this from, uh... Mm. What's this movie called? In Civil War. Mm -hmm. When, um... Robert Downey Jr., like, wakes up and he's young. Mm -hmm. At first, you're just like, whoa, that's creepy. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd think, oh, this is another actor that looks... A lot like him. A lot like him. But then you realize that that's actually just Robert Downey Jr. aged down. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten so much better in the movie that we're going to talk about today, Ant-Man and the Wasp. They they aged down Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. They looked great. They did. Like, they looked really good. And Mm -hmm. I want to see this. Like, 25 years is a long time Mm -hmm. to de-age somebody. But... Basically, I think it could work. Like yeah, just bring it twenty five years, Half like to bring it twenty five years back. Your, yeah, your it's span. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for this. All right, I like his afro. Yeah, they, they used a picture. <laughs> they had they used a picture. Yeah. Like the stock standard uh, Samuel L. Jackson picture. It's the best. All right, so um, you might have noticed that I took a bit of a leave of absence for the podcast. The pod has been away for like three weeks. It's because mm-hmm. I went on vacation. I went to see sunny California. Cali. Cali. The Cali West Coast lifestyle of the Californians. <laughs> um, no, it was a good time. I had a good time. I saw a lot of uh, geeky comic book stuff. I, um, I actually got to see a preview of Ant-Man while I was over there. I got to see like the first five minutes over there. And it was, it was a... Uh, it was a good time because yeah, I went I remember to. Remember you texting me about that? I was super we were excited. So excited! He was so excited. <laughs> freaking excited! I, I went to went to Disney. Oh. That was an interesting experience because I've only ever been to Disney in in Florida. It's much much smaller. And yeah, you told me it was just one park basically. It got it, di- was, it got divided into two now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought it was it, it's small enough to be one park like. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it was a good time though. I went over there when they were during uh, Pixar Fest, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of like incredible stuff and Finding Nemo stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to go in a Finding Nemo submarine. That was Selfish. cool. Selfish. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't all just Disney. I also went to Universal, and that was a really good time. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself most at the Simpsons stuff. Well, the rides were almost identical to the ones at Orlando. I or never went to Universal Orlando. My first okay. time. You never had gone no. there. My wow. first time in Universal was now in in San in not San Diego, Erlang, Erlang in nice. California. But I think by the how you were talking to me about Harry Potter and everything, I think it's almost the same. Well, they have the series; like they mm-hmm. obviously own the same things. Like uh, mm-hmm. they all they both own Jurassic Park and and Harry Potter and, mm-hmm. and all those things. But no two parks are going to be exactly the same. Oh yeah. So and the castles. They told me the castles different. Which castle? One in Disney? Uh, Disney Castle. Yeah, the Disney Castle yeah. is much smaller. Okay. It's a lot smaller. Um, it's actually a store. 
Like oh. you go in there and it's a it's a Christmas store. Oh, that's it's cute. super cute. Yeah, so they just it's a Christmas store all, all year round, basically. They have a Christmas store in there that's just like all year. Okay. Um, it's a really fun time. The main street was cool. There were like horses and carriages and and it w- it was just a good time. Like we got the Pirates of the Caribbean ride was longer. Mm-hmm. It was and different. Puerto Rico was there apparently. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm back. I'm back in Puerto Rico. You've always wanted I, uh, to see the Caribbean. Yeah, I looked over at my uncle who was there, and I was like, I've never been to Puerto Rico, man. <laughs> He's like, Well, you're here, and I'm like, Yeah. We live in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, in Orlando, they don't have that part. I don't remember yeah, yeah, at all Disney, that they do have in Disney, Puerto Rico. Yeah. In, no, no, they don't have the Puerto Rico part. No, exactly. Part. I had never seen it They before. completely cut out that part over there. Yeah. Um, but it was fun, you know? Uh, there was a lot more Disney characters just walking around. Mm-hmm. Like in Disney Park, in like Disney Orlando, they don't really walk around anymore. They have like areas yeah, where it's booths. designated for booths and stuff. Yeah. But with this one, it was just like they're walking around. They're mm-hmm. just strolling through the park and you can say hi to them whenever mm-hmm. uh same thing for universal which was weird seeing shrek walk next to me i was like that's not <laughs> that's weird um i wanted to dunk on a minion and i couldn't um what else no california was a good time i obviously i went to san diego i saw them setting up for san diego comic-con um the streets were just all the street lamps in san diego on poster on it like all when is Comic-Con? I think this thing stopped, actually. No. No. Comic-Con is the... I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Comic-Con is the 20th of July. Okay. So, obviously, I missed it by a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to be getting a shit ton of news for that. So, that's, pro- that's going to get its own episode. Uh, like, right? No. Well, okay. No, no, that's just us. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Uh, we're just going to be getting a shit ton of news, and we're going to have a... To have to do a whole episode on Comic Con. We do it every year. Yeah. It's just the way it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, California was a great time. San Diego, I loved it the most. I I went to San Francisco and just just by by little problems with timing, I couldn't meet up with uh with with Culpepper, you know, our sound designer, and mm-hmm. now works with Beautiful Losers. He's just been loyal from the beginning. So I was a little upset I didn't get to see him. But hey, maybe next time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm definitely going back to California. It's definitely a good time. So if you haven't been to the great state of California, do it. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> you should definitely go. It's a fun, fun time. And knowing you, you'd absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, I'll edit that whole space yeah. out. <laughs> and while I was over there, I actually got a chance to catch up on Riverdale, a show that we both very much enjoy i love um the series the whole series just got on netflix Mm -hmm. i started watching the season when it came out and that was during hurricane maria Mm -hmm. like the aftermath of hurricane maria and i only watched the first episode over there Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until now that i saw like the whole season and i i wish i had seen it week to week why? Because it's that little bit of adrenaline rush that you get between episodes. <laughs> that no, you like, had no excuse. You just no, had to no, watch it them. was just full on through. Like there was no like, I have to wait for the shock moment a week. Mm-hmm. Like, like we we're gonna talk about this later too. But my hero academia, my hero academia. right now we have to like wait for it. We have to wait another week for it because they're not doing an episode this week. I am so eager. 
So we have a two week wait this time, and this is just kind of uh, evil, I guess. Uh. It's evil, it's mean, <laughs> is what that is. But yeah, I, I. And it seems like it's gonna be a good episode. By yeah. like the glimpses we got, we had yeah. from the last episode, so it seems like it's gonna be good. We'll talk more about My Hero Academia in mm-hmm. a bit, but um, back to Riverdale. What did you What did you enjoy most about the series? Like, what was your this season? This season, actually. Um, oh, okay, the the first question: Did you like it better than the first season? Wow, that's harsh. I think no. No. I think I liked the se- first season better. All right, what did you? I think I did, because, I don't know, I feel like, fun fact, if you guys haven't watched Riverdale, um, this season is actually almost twice the longest as the yeah, first one. The yeah. first one was, like, 12 the first, episodes, the first and this season was, like, 22. Was, first season was 13 episodes, 13, yeah. this season was 22 like, episodes, yeah. but separated into two story arcs. Exactly. If you guys, like, watch anime or anything, they mostly do that. Like, they have this whole big season, and then they divide the arcs between two. So anyone out there that actually watches anime can understand that a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was kind of normal mm-hmm. with that. Um, I just I found it a little bit long because I felt like the whole story of the Black Hood kept going for 22 episodes. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much... We're going into full spoilers, by the way. This is full spoilers yeah. for, for Riverdale. If you haven't seen Riverdale, skip it forward. Um, I'll put a time code. Or I won't. Just keep skipping forward. I'll we can put, put it, we'll put it. Don't worry about it, he's not mean. Um, <laughs> I'm just lazy. Uh, okay, so the the Black Hood thing, mm-hmm. it obviously happens at the end of season one. We see it play out for the first half mm-hmm. until it's resolved halfway through. Mm-hmm. But then smaller things that keep happening around Riverdale, which lead like to the return of, of the, the Black, Black Hood, Hood some, somehow. somehow. I just feel like they had a big lapse of just info. But yeah. I, I think they're competing, honestly. Season 1 and Season 2 for me are competing. But I think Season 1 for me wins a little bit more. Because, I don't know, Season 1 just took my heart over. I, and I got to know to see all the characters and actually get to know them a lot more on this season. Like I, I felt like... Like, we didn't have much of the characters per se, much story about them. It was more like, this is what's happening. This is what we should be doing. You know? Except, um, Betty, Betty's mother. Betty's mother has a we huge, find out she gets character she has a development. Huge secret. Yeah, and there's she has a, a secret and everything. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of character development mm-hmm. with the mom. Mm-hmm. There's character development with Cheryl. Mm-hmm. There's a huge character growth there. And Jughead um, as well. Every, everyone kind of yeah. grows and shows another part of mm-hmm. their character but I was more excited for the characters that we didn't get to kind of see mm-hmm. in the first season like like Cheryl mm-hmm. like Cheryl was just kind of I'm the mean one throughout yeah. the whole first season and we get to see her a little bit better on this one as well yeah we get to see that she has a heart and mm-hmm. and, and another secret too and another secret which <laughs> we will get to in a bit um I like this season better you I like prefer it better it. yeah I liked that it was longer I I did like that it like was it, a lot longer to, to when I was, like when I was done I was just like I need more I need more content <laughs> and it always um, ends up with Archie something happens that obviously of, I mean, obviously it's gonna end up with Archie cause like you know Riverdale is based off Archie comics yeah. and Archie's the main character of that obviously um what, this this season had my favorite thing which was Serpent Jughead yes like that is I like that version of him better than this Northsider you know, I'm just kind of a poor boy mm-hmm. over here. I'm not mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm this, I'm whatever. But in the South Side, he's like, I'm royalty here. I'm a leader. 
and you get to see him and as a rebel as well yeah you get to see him you get to see him leading instead of following mm-hmm. um and when he's over there with the two new characters that stick around which are sweet pea and tony, tony topaz, topaz. Yeah. um they both have huge antoinette 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 topaz she goes by yeah. tony um Tony plays a huge part in this, especially mm-hmm. with the whole Cheryl thing, which I guess I'll just talk about now. <laughs> I guess no, not yet, because uh, we're gonna get okay. there. Bit <laughs> of sizzle for you before yeah. we get there. But can we say like his mom whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. apparently she was a serpent. She was a serpent. She was a serpent when she was younger. They kind of mention it in it season amazing. one, but yeah. this, but in this season we actually see her, mm-hmm. you know, go full leather. With her, mm-hmm. like, embrace... Uh, and we see her in different, in different aspects of who she is. Yeah, in who? the first season, I didn't like her at all. No, of like, course, Daryl, nor his um, Betty's mom, because, you know, they were planted as a bad woman, as you may say. You were going to say something? No, I was just waiting for you to say something. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, we, we find out her secrets. She, uh... It's 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 just a lot of that. It was a lot of character growth, and I was happy to see this happen to this character. And we have new characters as well. We have um, Betty's brother. Betty comes back. Betty's brother. Brother. Uh, not really. Okay. Not so, really. His but so, Chick. Chick. His name Charles. is Chick. It's not Charles. Charles, of course, is their brother. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, what happens is that um, in we the, figure out in the we, first we figure out in the first season mm-hmm. that Betty has a brother that they don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. So. Something happens to Betty's mom that, um, what's her name? What's her sister? Polly. Polly. Uh, had the babies. The and she didn't tell, one. and she didn't tell. Jupiter and. No, Juniper, Juniper. and Dagwood. Oh, God. Horrible baby names. <laughs> horrible, horrible baby names. <laughs> I think I want to name so my kids she, like that. <laughs> so Polly leaves and has the kids, and the mom's kind of depressed because she's like, I, I, I can't believe I missed this. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so she, they go out to find Charles. Yeah. They go to Charles' apartment, and he says, "No, my name is Chick." Just a yeah, nickname, yeah. Maybe, it sounded you know? it sounded like a nickname, yeah. and he knew enough about the Coopers, and he started pretending like he was uh, Charles was his best friend, apparently. Yeah, Charles was his best friend and his roommate. Mm-hmm. But so what happens is that uh, they let the stranger into their house. They they're thinking that. But it's it's, uh, it's, it's their it kinda brother. And it kind of looks like them as well. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's blonde. He's a blue-eyed boy. Yeah. You know, you can put them all together in a he room. He was always creepy. Always creepy. He had this, this eyes. So and in creepy. the end, you realize, you find out mm-hmm. that he really isn't Charles or never was Charles mm-hmm. because he killed Charles. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a whole thing. And I... I'm kind of glad we're not going to see, or I hope we're not going to see Chick again. He didn't die. He ran away. No, and the thing is, like, and the thing was <clears throat> that, um, <clears throat> um, like, he was, wasn't was feeling very well with himself either way for killing Charles, because, like, it's not like he wanted to kill him. It was a an accident, as you may say. But he admits it yeah, yeah. at one point, and the Black Hood didn't get to him, did it? I'm... No. Because Betty, what what happened was that <clears throat> Betty sold his brother to the Black Hood. Yeah. So he can, go gra- he can go grab him. And the last thing we know about Chick is that he just runs. You he know, runs. Betty gives him this head start to run before the Black Hood gets to reach him. And he runs. And we see the Black Hood like just run um, following Chick. And then we don't get to know if he's still alive. No, we... 
Well, do we get to know that, that, that he runs away? He runs away. They yeah. say that he gets away. Okay, the okay, Black yeah. Hood says I couldn't catch him or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we find out... and the, Oh, and then the Black Hood, right after that, the Black Hood goes to kill Cheryl. Mm-hmm. And within a bunch of confusion, we basically find out that the Black Hood, from the beginning, the one who shot uh, Archie's dad, mm-hmm. the one who was terrorizing mm-hmm. uh, Riverdale, was Betty's father. Mm-hmm. And it's because he believes that the town has to pay for its sins. It has to be purified. It has to be purified, yeah. so he had to go around killing everybody. And it was nice to actually see a little bit more of, of his persona, as you may say. Yeah, and now he's in yeah. prison, but there is a theory behind this, and I want to hear mm-hmm. what you think about the theory. I'm not sure if you read it yet. But there is a theory that since Hal is technically a blossom, and yeah. the blossoms are almost always twins... That the person who's locked up right now is is Hal's twin brother taking place for Hal. Mm. That and that theory comes by after he brings uh, Betty's mom some flowers, and she goes, "Well, I can't have those. You've been married to me for how many years, and you still don't remember that I'm allergic to these flowers?" Yeah, and th- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the day she, he comes uh, over to apologize. He comes back to apologize. To apologize, and yes, and he never said anything about it. Exactly. Mm, I get it, but like, because <clears throat> then we also isn't get... it supposed to like jump the whole twin theory? Isn't like supposed to like jump generations? No, because not of the Blossom family. No, because we meet uh, Clifford Blossom's supposed twin brother. Mm-hmm. He comes by saying that he's his uncle Claudius, but we don't know that. We we could be it could still be Clifford, but if we use that fact that they're twins, mm-hmm. and after that they still had. Cheryl and Jason, who are also twins. They're twins, yeah. So that means that this twin thing doesn't skip a generation. Mm, yeah, that makes sense, actually. So, like, maybe it skipped a generation when it came to Betty, because mm-hmm. she wasn't supposed to be a twin. But, you know, we still had... You know, it still could be a toss-up if, if Hal is a twin or is not. Is a twin or not? That'd be a good thing to uh, yeah, explore next season. Yeah, and actually something I noticed on that episode was, like, the the... The day before he was there, he was all mad shit crazy, like, he didn't want to come back, like, it was just bad and everything, and then the, the, the couple of days later, it kind of just switches around. Well, I mean... So fast. Something that I noticed... Like I mean, so, so Something that isn't resolved mm-hmm. is that we see uh, Hal and Cheryl's mom uh, have, have relations. They, mm-hmm. have, they have a relationship, mm-hmm. and that just kind of ends... And no one understands why. Why? So it yeah. would make sense if it's not Hal. Mm-hmm. You know, it would make sense that Hal's locked up somewhere. That would make sense. I approve the theory. Yeah, I, I want to see season three. I'm excited yes. for season three. One question. Who is your favorite character? You can't say Jughead. Damn. <laughs> Everybody out there, he loves Jughead. I okay, so I know it. he is your favorite character. Tell me something to someone else. Um, From this season? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. do from this season. Um, that's a hard one, honestly. The I don't think it's Archie. No, Archie was okay. No. He felt more like a whiny boy the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you that my least favorite was Nick St. Clair. <laughs> Rapist boy, rich boy, Nick, Nick St. Saint Clair. Clair. Yeah. I also didn't like uh, Hiram, Hiram Lodge, Lodge that much. Why not? Because he was just, I knew he was bad. His Spanglish. Whole, oh my god, his, his Spanglish, Spanglish was, bad. was so bad. Like we're, we're, I'm pretty sure he said Miha, 
like 50 times on the 22 yeah, episodes. Absolutely. Like, we're bilingual. We don't say... That, that's not what that happens. Yeah, that's it's not, not how that works. It, it's not one sentence and then end up with cariño or start the sentence with mija and then keep on going. No, it's like you're caught up in the middle of it. It's, it's a transition you don't even notice yourself or the person that you're speaking to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was just weird. It was, it was bad. Weird. It was weird Spanglish there. We also get to know a lot more about Hiram Lodge and about his wife and about their secrets. Yeah, and his as plans. well. And his plans and his everything. We get to know a lot about him because on the first season it was like this is Hiram Lodge. He's like this whole ghostly figure we don't know about what's going on, like yeah. on on closed doors as you may say. Continue. Who was your favorite character? Um, <laughs> I still don't know. I think I'm gonna have to say. I don't know. I like the serpents a lot. I like what FP did. Mm-hmm. Like I liked FP as a character this season. Oh, but he's out of jail. He's out of jail. Yeah. He's a good boy now. Um, I think I'm gonna have to say FP, FP? or Reggie. Reggie, Reggie was a good villain throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like he was this negative force against the team and. And it was a good counter, mm-hmm. like, between everything. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go with Reggie, maybe. Okay. I like that. I like your decision. I actually right. like a lot of Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl did I have a Cheryl lot of I think Cheryl kind of just took my heart away in the whole um, Riverdale series. Especially, especially because there's, I don't know if you guys know about this, but there was an episode on Riverdale dedicated to Love, Simon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's that episode, Cheryl kind of not discovers but she comes out of the closet she already knows yeah like she kind of has that feeling but she kind of finally comes to terms with it and it makes sense you know love simon is about exactly Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it's about a a, you know a boy kind of coming to terms with telling people that he's gay if you guys don't know like the movie love simon it's actually from a book it's called um simon versus the homo sapiens agenda yeah. If you guys go into Pass the Page podcast, they have on a Facebook, whole episode on. That. We have a whole episode on Love Simon. So all right, so more about Love that. Simon over on that side. Um, what we're going to talk about today, yeah, is a little movie we saw last night. Get it? A little movie we saw last night, Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp. Because ants are small. Uh-huh. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp. What did? What do you think about it? Can you tell the? Using your memory of of last night at the movies. What was the what was Ant Man and the Wasp about in the most vague sense without without using spoilers? Wow, that's harsh. All right, <laughs> without using spoilers, like no details. Ah, Scott. Scott. <laughs> Scott. Okay. Everything we were left off in the whole thing, the whole melodrama about Cap and Captain America and how he helped them out, and now that he's yeah. like basically on house arrest and yeah. everything after Civil War. After Civil War, you know. But it's basically, the story behind it is basically him going back into what was the Ant-Man and trying to find, well, of course, it was his mother. She's yep. kind of trapped. Played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, she's kind of trapped. Kind of trapped. Kind of trapped. I forget the name. She's trapped in the quantum realm. <laughs> the quantum which realm. We see, I'm so bad with that name. The which we see realm. Scott Lang go into when he goes microscopic. Yeah. Um, you said no spoilers, though. That's, no, that's, no, that's, that's, no, that's from the first movie. <laughs> that's my first movie, yeah. So they have to go into the quantum realm to find her. 
Um, there's a ghost lady. And then everything starts with her story. The movie starts with her Yeah, story. basically this whole... In the vaguest sense, this whole movie is just about them trying to get one villain in this movie. Mm-mm, ghost could be represented as one, you but could she's see, not You could see Ghost really. as the villain because she's the one that's used in all the promo. Yeah. Um, but then you also have... Walter Goggins mm-hmm. played by uh, Walter Goggins playing a kind of mafioso guy mm-hmm. who who deals like alien technology mm-hmm. um, who wants to get the laboratory with the quantum realm in it mm-hmm. so everyone's just kind of chasing for this tech and it's kind of like a three way fight between who's gonna get there first who's gonna get the quantum yeah. realm mm-hmm. for what reason mm-hmm. like Ghost wants to do it because to heal herself. herself, she wants yeah. to do it to heal herself. She's dying, basically. Uh, she's dying. She yeah. wants to do it to heal herself. Walter Goggins wants it for the research and the money. Mm-hmm. And Ant Man and the Wasp and want that whole save. team want it so they can save. Yeah, all that. Um, you know what? I think we can just go right in the. It was nice because it was like it was... a struggle to get the lab and everything. I actually enjoyed the movie a lot. Yeah. Fun fact, guys. He didn't want to buy my ticket because he wanted to use that money so he could get Ant-Man's head with the popcorn head. Yeah, there's a popcorn bowl <laughs> with Ant-Man's head on it. So He's not a good date. <laughs> I am a good collector is what I am. <laughs> but um, I do. I have Ant-Man's head now, and that's that makes me really happy. Yeah. Let's go right into spoilers. spoilers. Anyway, I before we do, I want to say that this is a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a beautiful movie. It's funny. Uh, would you rate it beautiful or loser? I Which would rate one? it beautiful. Right. It was really nice, and it's funny. It has it all the elements. It's funny. It's serious. It's it's it's, it's, it's Marvel. It, it feels like a Marvel one shot. <laughs> yeah, it's Marvel. You know, it feels like a dumb movie that has nothing yeah. to do with the greater universe yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we dip into spoilers when we talk about the mid credit scene before the post credit yes. scene. So, spoilers from here on out. The mid credit scene, <clears throat> we see uh, Michael Douglas, we see the Wasp, mm-hmm. and we see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. uh, standing around a smaller version of the Quantum it's in Realm. A van. They have it in a van. In a van, they have it, a smaller yeah. version of the Quantum Realm generator. Mm-hmm. They say we need you to. They, they tell, tell Scott, Scott that hey, we need you to, to go, go in there, the and we need you to come out. But I need you to take this jar thing and pick up some energy. Yeah. For research, basically. For research, yeah. yeah. Or, or I think it was to heal Ghost. They Somewhat. Said, they they say that it's like to heal Ghost. Yeah. Like to keep her, like okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, because if you guys don't know, their mom, his um, uh, the West mom kind of healed her more or less. At the end of the movie. Yeah, more or less. Everything's resolved when, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer comes out and heals the ghost because she's been in there for so long that mm-hmm. that Michelle Pfeiffer has powers now. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, we see Scott Lang get microscopic, go into the quantum realm, mm-hmm. pick up the energy, and he says, "All right guys, take me back." Only problem is no one answers him. He thinks it it's a goes joke. Into static and it just it goes into shut, static. Everything up. just kind of stays quiet. Mm-hmm. And when we shoot back to what they're doing, they are dust. Dust that is left over. From the Infinity War Thanos, after uh, the Thanos mm-hmm. snap. So you guys should have seen my reaction when I saw that. I knew it was gonna happen, and I was so upsetting. Can I just jump from my seat? I went like, "What? No!" Which makes sense because it was 
it, it happened. Everything happened at the same time. It was like the yes. three this, days. If you guys didn't know, this movie yeah. takes part in the same three days that Infinity War takes part yeah. in. Yeah. So. And it's funny because Scott mentions like he only has three days left of house arrest. A good time. Um, we have a whole new team on the social medias mm-hmm. with uh, AJ and Cole Pepper, and it's just a good time. You know, Rebecca over up in up north mm-hmm. helps us too. Mm-hmm. So give them all shout outs. Tell us tell us what you want to hear. Talk to us. Talk to the fans. Like not the fans. Talk to us. We want to talk to the fans. Mm-hmm. Um what else? Instagram, we're Beautiful Losers Pod. And what about you? Where can I find you? We're kinda we have the same nickname on all of the social media. So you can kinda just find us by by Pass the Page Podcast or Pass the Page Pod in Instagram. We have Snapchat. We have Twitter and we have Facebook. So hit us a like and follow us and look for us on podbean.com as past the page pod yeah. so you can guys listen to us. We'll be talking about Harry Potter on our next episode. So podbean, you guys look like for them it. on iTunes mm-hmm. soon. Um, you can find all of this information on facebook.com slash shrimp queen. Next week we're going to try to talk about My Hero Academia and Paper Girls. It's just that we're a little short on time today. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening. And uh, do you have anything you want to say before? I think that's it. It was nice to be on the show. It was my first time being on the show, so that's nice. That's cool. That's a voice you're going to hear a little bit more often. (laughs) We're going to get other guests on. We're just going to have a fun time as much as we can. All right? So, uh... Thank you. Peace and love. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Shrimp Queen Network. Visit Facebook.com slash ShrimpQueenBN for more amazing shows. For more of this show and others like it, visit Facebook.com slash ShrimpQueenNetwork.